the Life, Love, and Leadership podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Learn more at SuccessfulMarriages.org. And here are your hosts, the doctor and the missus, Marissa Q. Payne and Dr. James Payne. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Leadership with Dr. James and Marissa Q. Payne. I am... Dr. James Payne. <laughs> In the words of my TT, no, you're not. <laughs> my favorite niece would have cut you off at the knees and said, no, you're not. No, you're not. I am Marissa Q. Payne. And I'm Dr. James Payne. And we're super, super, super excited to have you with us for another thrilling episode of the Life, Love, and Leadership Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the party. A word of advice. You will need a notebook for this podcast because in between all all the laughing, we tend to drop some real nuggets, tips, tools, resources you can use in life, love, and leadership. So grab a pen and hit the subscribe button uh, so you don't miss a single episode. Hubby, what is the big idea for today? Well, today we're going to be talking about the power of alignment and sharing some important tips, tools, and strategies around how to find alignment in your own head and ultimately in your relationship. So mm. you definitely want to stay tuned for that because, I mean, let's let's be real. Uh, relationships are hard enough without having to overcomplicate things with the friction of being in misalignment. In misalignment. What, yeah. Like, tell me more about that. What does that mean to you? So alignment is all about bringing something into a straight line or an easy agreement. Uh, and so alignment refers to easy agreement. And so what we want to do to reduce that friction is make sure there's easy agreement in the relationship. Mm. For some reason, I'm thinking about like getting a wheel alignment. Mm -hmm. So how does it like relate to that? Because when what happens when they do wheel alignments? Yeah. So when you are getting a wheel alignment, um, basically it's responding to the fact that your wheels are not rolling in agreement. So mm. so there is additional wear and tear on your tire because this wheel is pulling that way. The other Ooh. wheel is pulling another way. Uh, but it's trying to direct one single automobile. Mm. Uh, and so that's why it's so important. If you look at each person as a wheel in the marriage as the car, then mm. you want to have both of them in alignment. Pointing in the same direction. Pointing in the same direction. <laughs> so we're going to get into that today. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, before we get into this whole idea about alignment, I always like to know what's going on in that pretty little head of yours. <laughs> emphasis on pretty. Aw, emphasis on pretty. That's sweet. Mm. Um, What's on my mind this week? This week, um, renovations is on my mind mm. <laughs> um, and getting my new office set up mm. and doors Wow, and back orders and <laughs> details. Wow. You know, it's been a tricky process. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And I feel like I need to bust you out. I, I, uh, I got to tell the people how difficult the process has been. Um, are you attacking the person or the problem? I'm attacking the process. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm ca I'm calling the process a problem. I don't control the process, so you may proceed. And I'm talking <laughs> about the process. So my wife, she referred to me as a diva uh, in our last episode, and I just want to point out this lady is bringing uh, interior designer in from out of state, <laughs> like we ain't got none in Missouri. <laughs> they bring in custom items from out of state. <laughs> 
to decorate the house. And I, I think it's just the weirdest, most diva-ish thing I've ever been a part of. I've never experienced anything quite like this. For starters, I'm so glad we're talking about this mm. because when the work is done, mm-hmm. you are going to have to eat your Word. <laughs> I hope so because I'm so nervous. I'm thinking about everything that's going on. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so first of all, it's not an interior designer. It's a professional organizer. Get it together. Okay. <laughs> She's from out of town because I know her and trust her. Um, she is consulting with an interior designer. So she has one on her team, but aha, uh-huh. <laughs> who's also. <laughs> <laughs> You just made it worse. You're hiring two people from out of town. (laughs) And a contractor who's coming. This is like a major thing. Yes. But um, they're coming. Like, it's it's almost like a reality TV show, I feel like. Mm. Like, the coordination that has had to happen to make this happen. We've got a dumpster. We are purging Mm -hmm. everything. Like, everything must go. Cleaning out the closets. Cleaning out the cabinets. Cleaning out the pantry. Um... I'm so excited. <laughs> but you know the difference between a reality TV show and what we're going through? In a reality TV show, they walk you in and I they say, now face. just open your eyes. This is yours. <laughs> they don't ask for no check. They don't ask. <laughs> they don't send you no invoice. You ain't got to approve all these samples. I know. It's. I wish. I'm like, can we apply for one of the shows? Because, like, we have to do it in phases, right? right? And right. so there's, like, I don't know. I think we're up to, like, six faces yeah. <laughs> based on my budget because you know so I'm like if I had like a magic wand and somebody could just come and just make it happen that Which would be amazing. Which we're completely open to. <laughs> yes. So any of the, the show executive producers who may be listening we're completely open to. Exactly. Renovate um, my house. Please, please for so many reasons like you know like I said all of this is precipitated because we went from empty nest where right. we had plenty of space, mm-hmm. everything was fine yep. to two college kids being back uh, plus a, a sister and a niece. Yep. So yeah. Wow. Wow, it's a lot. And I got a business to run. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I'm super excited. And I think you will be excited with the end result and how like different solutions are going to make a difference for us. Um, I, I think you're going to be excited. I hope I'm excited. Because we're going to be more um, organized and efficient. And mm-hmm. I just think everything's going to flow. Like they're just going to be monitoring the flow and how we you know, function as a family and the, I mean, the laundry room and the kit. Oh my, like, I just get all warm and fuzzy just thinking about it. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. But that, my friend, is what's on my mind and I cannot wait to share um, more. Awesome, 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 awesome. (laughs) How about you? What is going on in that brilliant brain of yours? Well, what's on my mind is where my baby boy is going to college in the fall. So I'm I'm processing through that. So, you know, we were, uh, my sons, our sons are rising junior uh, in in college. And uh, due to COVID, like they've shifted everything at his homeschool in Atlanta online. And it's just like based on his major, it doesn't make sense to do that. Yeah. Uh, And so processing through uh, next step for him is kind of what's on my mind. It's sad. It is. It It really, I mean, he's an excellent student. Yeah. Uh, He's an acting major. 
And, you know, theater has shut down. Yeah. You know, so his, he was accepted into a program in, um, overseas this summer. Yeah, and that got canceled. And, um, you know, now, and like you said, is he's an upperclassman. And so he's at that stage where he's doing nothing but studying his craft. Right. And, you know, he can't study his craft or even practice his craft well in this season. Um. And that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. So really kind of helping him process through uh, the next step and decisions of where to go to college and, and how to figure out next steps and balance that with the pandemic is really, really weighed heavily on me. So I know we've been doing a lot of it together, but man, it's uh, a turbulent time that, that weighs heavy on the mind. Yeah. I mean, first world problems, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we get that. And it's still it's still challenging yeah. and then our daughter just graduated from college and is in the job market yeah in this time so yeah a yeah. whole nother dynamic whole nother dynamic uh yeah. she just graduated as you mentioned so we we had a makeshift graduation at the house <laughs> uh you know I, I gave the graduation speech and uh you know encouraged her to step off that ladder no, into the world Barack Obama gave her speech you know on television you will not take this from me uh <laughs> Barack Obama came right. after me and he shared a little bit. He shared some comments. We accepted his comments. But you will not take my speech away from me. Uh, I set my daughter into the world right. So. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what's on my mind. So who else? I, I think we'd love when we um, go live this Thursday to mm -hmm. hear um, what kind of challenges you all are navigating through because we know we're not the only ones. Absolutely. So, yeah, let us know what you're going through, how you're dealing with it. And, uh, yeah, everything that's on your mind. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Okay, so for this week's fight of the week, uh, I want to talk about uh, the difficulties and strains we've been having in our household <laughs> about this uh, interior, uh, I'm sorry, professional organizer <laughs> who happens to be bringing alongside them an interior <laughs> designer from out of state. And so we've been having some real intense discussion about uh, the cost of all of this and, and, and just really whether or not we need somebody to come in and tell us that it's a bad idea to leave your shoes in the foyer <laughs> uh, and, and those type of things. So that, that's been a real point of contention for us. It has us. not just been about the cost. It has been about... That was the angle I started with. Everything. Yes, so I think this is about style difference mm. and value difference style, in the relationship. Style difference, value difference, and comfort difference. Because like when I bought my house, I knew exactly what I had. So you're talking about now building a room in my house <laughs> that wasn't there before. That <laughs> bothers me because I don't see how that's going to look yet. Because you are not a contractor. <laughs> That's why you don't see it and it's not your gift. And yet you have so many opinions about what's possible. It's so do, annoying. Do you know why I have opinions? I don't. Can I can I clue you in on why I have opinions? You're going to do it regardless. I have opinions because I own the house. <laughs> But no, I'm just like, so 
and 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 you know, in fairness, the project has evolved, right? Mm. So we started with one conversation, which was the office, mm. and then you know, admittedly, I was sold as yeah. I talked. She had solutions for other areas that have been problems mm-hmm. in our house, like you know, my closet is. Um, unhinged or whatever so I could only use a portion of it and she started talking about ultra slim hangers and redoing the closet and the curtains need you know the those things and the chandelier you scared of heights like so I just like literally went through I the list to clarify. I just of honeydew projects that I could actually get done in one two day swoop that I've been trying to get done for four years I need to clarify a statement <laughs> because you associated fear with my names so I got to come behind that and clean that up. Okay. So you're not scared of heights? Let me finish. I am afraid of heights. <laughs> but the only reason I have not changed those bulbs is because I don't have a ladder tall enough to get all the way up to that ceiling. Don't do me. You all do not even know <laughs> what I have gone through, like resistance at literally every turn. I had to go line by line by well what's the shoe rack for well what do I mean why and he has to see it like I have never in my life engaged with someone who has so many opinions about stuff that he has nothing to do with but he wants to know everything she did a spreadsheet with a link to everything that we're using and I'm talking about down to the drawer dividers like it's Exhausting. You have got to know what's happening in the space that you live. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. You will not show up at my house with uh, uh, some tools and supplies and get to work, and I don't know exactly what's going on. And so to keep the peace and to ultimately get to what I need, you know, I know my partner. And so this was a necessary Mm -hmm. sacrifice. To get to what I want. We could argue about it, and and to some extent we did, but I think because I know him and I know what's important to him, he was like, I I need the insurance, I need, you know, and it was just, I just honored, no matter how illogical it seemed to me. So wait, your last (laughs) statement was, I needed to see the person's proof of insurance, and you associated that with being illogical. I did not associate that with being illogical. That was was the next statement afterwards. Correct. They didn't go together, though. All right. (laughs) Um, And and subsequently, we actually were able to make a deal. (laughs) So this, like, you literally have to make a deal in your household in order to do, like, especially if it's kind of a major thing, Mm. you know, at the end of the day, even though I have a vision for my home and I value, you know, this service because I know, you know, what I can get done and what I can't get done and how frustrating it is to me, you know, so it's like, if you don't have time to do it yourself, Mm -hmm. I'm all about hiring. Yes, you are. He's like judging that. He's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're going to pay somebody. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing it. You're not doing it. And it's bothering me that it's not getting done. So yeah, here's, here's what's crazy about it to me. Here's what's absolutely bananas. When it's all said, and done, I bet I love it. I know you're going to love it, and that's also the annoying thing. The amount of times <laughs> that that has happened in our relationship where I fight tooth and nail on something, then we actually do it, and I'd be like, oh, this is great. It's unprecedented. <laughs> and yet, I still do. I We just, we, I can't believe it. God going to bless you real good. 
<laughs> He's going to bless you real good, sister. Oh, but I'm learning. I'm learning. So we're at 25 years married now. Yep. Do you think that in the next 25 years, maybe at some point you will begin because of all the history? Hmm. Maybe you'll start just trusting me at onset because by your own admission, well, it, so many times you actually end up liking it. It's not necessarily that I don't trust you. Mm. So I'm going to walk that statement back if I say something <laughs> like that. It's not that I don't trust you. Roll the tape back. <laughs> it's about trust but verify. Okay. So trust, I, I trust you. I trust your judgment. I know you have the best interest at heart. But, you know, I have to catch your blind spot because, like, <laughs> you wouldn't necessarily think about asking for insurance or saying, OK, well, if you're going to create this wall, I haven't seen anything in this proposal about how the baseboards are going to be extended. Like, there are things that you don't think about that are blind spots for you that I'm always thinking about, you know, whenever we're engaged in something like that. You said trust, but verify. And then you say you use the you say you're clarifying. But you quote unquote clarify like four times, which is also another pet peeve because I'm just like, I'm asked and answered. I know for a fact I've answered that question at least three times. Marissa, you got to know your person. And you'll say, but I just want to clarify again. Like, oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. One major project per decade is about all I can handle. So this <laughs> I'm paying I'm paying royally for this one. Yes. But, but yes. I must say, like, I think that major decisions like these for us definitely does cause tension because our styles are so different. Mm. And um I'm I'm learning to just drop the rope. Yep. Right. Um, and give you what you need to get to mm -hmm. peace, because if I try to force it, that's not going to work. Yeah. And I, I think this, too. I think so. You are uh, the creative arm uh, of the house, even though that's not necessarily your gift per se, but you will hire the gift to come in and, and take care of the inside of the house and that sort of thing. I take care of make sure the outside of the house is tight and all that sort of thing. But then my piece of this is uh, it's not the creativity piece, but it's the piece to make sure that we're protected on the back end <laughs> when all this is said and done. We've you know and got you it. Are, our you eyes, are serious about that our job. T's and all that sort of stuff. Yes, you're serious. I'm very. About it. I'm the chief of security and I'm the mayor. Yes. So fight of the week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What's the big idea? What's the big idea? What's the big idea? What's, What's the, the big, big idea? <laughs> so for today's big idea, I want to talk about the power of alignment. That's coming into agreement with yourself first and then with your partner, because before you can align with someone else, you mm. have to first define for yourself what alignment is in your own life. Mm. Uh, and you have to understand who you are and who you're called to be and who you're supposed to be and show up as in the world. Mm. Uh, and so the first thing you got to do is recognize how do you align with yourself and then you can align with your partner, because the more uh, you align with yourself, it helps to eliminate barriers and friction that can show up uh, in your own life and that emanate and ruminate and go over into your partner and your relationship as well. That's actually really good. I'm getting my notebook. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. So the, the first thing that we have to process through uh, in terms of our alignment is our core values. Mm. Uh, and when I think about that, you know, I, I process it like this. So it, it's almost impossible for a drug addict and a non-addict uh, to, to really make a relationship go because they, they don't have value alignment. Mm. Uh, there, there's a barrier there. Um, 
their interests are diametrically opposed, so they can't make that work no matter how hard they try. So getting clear about your core values is really huge in your relationship. And you're saying do that personally, mm-hmm. um, which I, I love and I'm a big advocate for um, before you can really do it as a union. But I do think you do it as a couple as well. Yeah. Right. I bring um, what's important to me. You bring what's important to you mm-hmm. and then you co-create. Right. What's important to you as a couple. Absolutely. Right. You got boundaries and things, lines that you don't cross necessarily um, because you have decided that this is a value for our relationship. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That. And so it, it goes also you have to you have to define it before you can align it. Uh, and so mm. for you, you have to have clear definition. This is what it is for me. Uh, and then you know what it is for you. And then we merge to make sure our core values align and that we can walk together in life. One of the things uh, I love about what the Bible says is that how can two walk together unless they have agreement to do so? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's very practical advice for what it means to be aligned uh, in intimate partner and marriage relationship. The second thing is uh, seeking alignment around your beliefs and worldviews and, and, and how that shows up for you. Perspectives matter. Mm. Because the reality is, if black lives matter to me, it's probably a good idea that they matter to you. <laughs> you know, if I'm in the kitchen saying black lives matter and you're in the kitchen saying all lives matter, we probably going to have a rocky relationship. So that's interesting because I there are definitely relationships that have um, different religions, that have the different political affiliations. Mm-hmm. So so what do you think about that? Well, I, I, I think it's not impossible that it can work. Mm-hmm. But again, alignment is about bringing things into easy agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you, you, people drive their cars out of alignment all the time. Mm-hmm. And the wear and tear shows on the tire and the tire doesn't get the full use that it ought to get mm-hmm. because the they're, they're driving their car out of alignment. Mm-hmm. So your relationship, you can do it, but you run the risk of not maximizing what it means to be in relationship with that other person uh, simply because you're driving your relationship out of alignment in friction, pulling in two opposite directions. Yeah, I think that it's all about communications, right? Mm. And so you get to alignment based or you determine if you have it, you've got to kind of talk through it. So it doesn't have to be a barrier, Mm -hmm. but it can be a barrier, you know. So relationships, for example, like where one partner may want children and love children and one partner doesn't, Mm -hmm. um, you know, depending on where you are, like if the if you can come together and to something that feels good for both parties, great. But trying to change them or force it to work when you know fundamentally already that the belief systems or the value systems are different, mm-hmm. that's going to be driving out of alignment and sort of um, forcing that issue. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, you know, you're surprised later when it really, really bubbles up. You know, not good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the third leg of that stool is goals and getting alignment around goals. Now, uh, that's critical because, as you just mentioned, we'll go back to the kid reference. So if I want three kids and you want none, <laughs> then we, we have some issues there. Mm-hmm. Now, now, doesn't say you can't do it. You can still hook up with people that you're not aligned with. But just understand you're deciding to live in a friction environment. You know what that makes me think about? We keep talking about this office project, <laughs> mm. but I want the office project and you don't. Right. Um, 
And although I must say that towards the end, you know, so I asked for a certain amount from the household. I Mm -hmm. was covering a a portion of it from the business. And I asked you, you know, how much can you give? Mm -hmm. And of course, you were stingy as usual. Um, And so, but as we continue to That was a rude statement. I'm just saying. Um, I'm not stingy. You you released a little more once you got into it and was like, wait, we could do this? Okay, now how much more? Like, you know, so um, that's kind of that negotiation process Mm -hmm. um, to really just, again, just because you have different ideas, it doesn't mean by default that you're out of alignment, right? Because you, you, it's his, hers, and ours, right? right? So you get to be an individual and Mm -hmm. that's okay. It's just a matter of, you know, having communication and and dialogue and trying to get to a place where you can get to a win-win. Right, right, right. And the fourth leg of that stool is purpose. Mm. You have to have some alignment around purpose. So you got to be clear on what your purpose is individually. They need to be clear on what their purpose is individually. Mm. And then what are you going to come together, Mm. merge your lights and how you're going to shine it and direct it in the world. Uh, and so finding that alignment around purpose is critical to your marriage relationship. Oh, you said the P word. Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like such a buzzword yeah. um, in this season. And so what if I don't know my purpose, mm. you know? Or like, do you think that purpose is just like a one finite thing? Like what? what's your Tell me your views on purpose. No, I don't think purpose is uh, a finite thing. I think purpose can have multiple expressions. Uh, So you can have a purpose to be an encourager, to be an uplifter, Mm. uh, to be someone who uh, helps make things easier for other people. And you can do that across a myriad of expressions. Mm -hmm. But the purpose uh, is the same. It's like our sound engineer. He's like a helper. He just helps. He can't help himself no he matter he what. He can't help it. So, you, you know, <laughs> you, you sitting in a room and you recognize you're about to run out of a phone battery or something like that. He Johnny on the spot. He, he, he got something for you because it's in him to be of assistance. Exactly. Yeah, I, I like that. And so it ebbs and flows. It evolves. Right. And if mm. you think about it or you look back on your childhood or earlier times in life, you were doing that thing then and you're still doing it now, right? Mm -hmm. You might get clearer. You know, some people are like, well, I was born to be um, like I'm a coach, right? Mm-hmm. I was, I, and I believe um, doing that work is a big part of my purpose. Sure. Um, but I have been pulling out the gifts in other people mm-hmm. all my life, um, long before coaching, right, was even a career industry. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily get like too, too hung up on it. Um, but I do think it's critical that people have a sense of purpose mm. um, coming into a relationship and then kind of talking through about what that looks like for your relationship. Yeah. And so that the relationship then has that sense of purpose as well. Exactly. Yeah. And Which is the- more than just, you know, love, you know, like yeah. um, Sarita Jake said, you know, when people say, oh, we're getting married and she's like, OK, why? Mm. Right. And it's got to be more than just love. What's love got to do with it? Come on, Tina. <laughs> What's love got to do because with it? Because that's not enough often to mm. sustain, right? right? Like we say, love is a decision. Love is a commitment. And so there has to be something deeper, richer, mm. more compelling to you and that person that says, 
we're going to link up and partner in this thing called life, yeah. there's got to be a purpose for that. Absolutely. Um, that's beyond just the human or the, you know, attraction and all of that stuff yeah. because that shifts. Yeah, because everything you technically fall in love with ebbs and flows and changes as you go through your life journey together. Yeah. So if I only fall in love with your hips, lips, and fingertips, as soon as there's some mod you know, modification to any of that, there goes the love. So, you know, you got to have that level of commitment. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's important to note as well that even if you are in perfect harmony and alignment, uh, tires have a, a shelf life. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're only going to go 160,000 miles. You're going to have to renew that tire. You're going to have to get a new one and go Aww, again. You're going to have to renew. Yeah. Like renew your vows. Like renew your vows, Aww. girl. Will you marry me <laughs> again? I still do. <laughs> I still do too, baby. I still do too. That's so good. Yeah. And then the last leg of that stool is making sure that you have alignment around your vision and your mission. Uh, and I want to talk about that this way. So vision is what you see. Mission is what you do. Uh, mm -hmm. And so making sure that you, you, you guys are seeing the same future mm -hmm. uh, and that you are rowing from a mission perspective in the same direction, that you are seeing the same future mm -hmm. and rowing toward that future in the same direction. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> vision. I, I actually think we should. We, we do um, couples uh, vision set vision board. Power of Vision, I'm, I prefer Power of Vision, but we do couples vision board parties sometimes. We're kind of overdue for that, I think. It'd mm -hmm. be nice to do that again. Mm -hmm. But when I think about co-creating vision together is one of the most powerful mm. activities a, a couple can do together. Mm. Um, you know, I remember that's why I, I was like thinking about it because I know our we did a 10 year about five years ago mm -hmm. and it's on our wall in our bedroom. We see it every morning when we wake up and we're still sort of striving for a lot of it has already been fulfilled and some of it we're still working towards. It was, mm -hmm. a, you know, kind of a 10 year. But and then things get tweaked, you know, yep. along the way. And it's like, do I still want that? You know, um, and so I just think that that is from a, in a spirit of alignment is mm -hmm. a really powerful way. Uh, to do it. So maybe we'll do a, a workshop soon. Yeah, absolutely. So those are the five of the big ideas today. Uh, getting alignment around your core values, your beliefs and worldviews, your goals, your purpose, uh, and then finally your vision and your mission uh, individually and as a couple. So over the next week, spend some time getting crystal clear around your goals individually. And probably next week, come together as a couple and talk about what that looks like for the two of you mm. and how you can work to implement this life together. Homework. Homework. <laughs> New meaning to homework, right? I mean, I guess it's um, homework was always work you do at home, but this is work you do for your home. I love it. I love that too. Love it. You've got mail. Now, today's email comes from Mary. Mary says this. Hey, Marissa, I feel stuck. My husband and I have been married for 15 years and we have three beautiful kids. The relationship is good for the most part, except he doesn't support my dreams. Mm. I don't want to break my family apart, but I feel like I'm dying inside without his support of my dreams. How can I get him to support my dreams? Wow, that's big. 
That is big and I think pretty relevant to what we were talking about with alignment Mm. um, and how important it is to kind of revisit it, right? Because Mm -hmm. maybe the first 60,000 miles is up and you've shifted Mm. um, and want something new and different that's very different from what your partner you know, um, once. And I, I, th- I don't think that's, com- that's uncommon. People grow and mm-hmm. evolve mm-hmm. and then at different paces. And sometimes, yeah. you know, you might outpace your partner and it can be tricky. I, I don't know what he doesn't support my dreams means, mm. right? Like, are you trying to quit your job? Right. And yeah. he doesn't support that. Um, and if that's the case, you know, I think that, it's it's I think you get support in the same way you would in with anything. Yeah. Right. You create a compelling case. Right. And you do it in the language of your partner. Um, and if you can't get support in this season, um, you wait. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you negotiate, you compromise. Um, you don't necessarily force the issue, but. Um, I think you provide the data, you mm-hmm. provide a plan, you know, you can't just, oh, I'm going to quit my, I need to quit my job. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. And you don't have a plan in place to replace that income. Right. Um, right. Again, I don't know exactly, you know, we didn't get enough details, but um, I, I kind of think generally speaking, you show up fully, you know, professionally, like you schedule a meeting, yeah. you know, especially if it's something meaningful, you schedule a meeting, you bring the information, you present the case, give them time to think about it and yeah. process it, um, respect kind of their viewpoints, mm-hmm. um, be open and not defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, don't attack the person because they disagree. Right. Um, and, you know, be prepared to kind of dialogue and negotiate, Mm. uh, been there. No, I I love it. And I think what comes to mind for me is just this idea of support within context. Mm -hmm. Um, so for example, you know, and and we don't have all the details on what it means for him not to support her dreams, like you mentioned, but like, I can't come home and say, Hey baby, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and I'm going to go. I've always had a lifelong dream to play in the NBA and I'm going to take these knees and go play in the NBA. <laughs> I'm going to make this dream happen. Do you support me? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to be so abrupt. Jeez. So I, I think it's important to, you know, to have dreams within context uh, and recognize that, you know, you're in partnership. You're, you're working to do things together uh, and making sure that, you know, your, your dreams are also uh, not, not saying that they aren't, but just making sure that they are uh, within the realm of uh, being realistic and appropriately positioned for how your life structure currently works. Yeah. The other thing is timing matters. Yes. Right. Um, um, it may not be no, it just might be not now, right? And I'm a, a big proponent of kind of mapping out, you know, what does the next five to 10 years of our life look like? What are the major milestones that are going to be happening? And, you know, what does the, when does it feel right, you know, for this to to be so that it's not necessarily no, it's, right. you know, here's the plan for, you know, when we think we are, and that way you can kind of get alignment to get in that direction. Yeah, yeah. So Mary, we thank you for the question. I uh, hope the response was uh, helpful and insightful. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have a ton of information on what it means, but we gave you what we 
we got. Indeed. And with that, we are going to call it a show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, If you enjoy the podcast, do us a favor, spread the word, share this episode and um, subscribe so that uh, those that need to hear it do get to hear it. And as always, you can submit your questions at SuccessfulMarriages.org and join us on Facebook on Thursdays live where we recap the show. Awesome. Take care, guys. This is Life, Love and Leadership. The Life, Love, and Leadership podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to learn more about our guests, show notes, services, events, or to get involved, visit SuccessfulMarriages.org. Life, Love, and Leadership is another positive production of Rare Gem Productions. Thanks for listening.